Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Encanto and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain? We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, listeners. Welcome to a mini-sode of Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. I am the aforementioned Ryan, and with me as always is my wife, Tara. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm bringing what this to this What a weird, serious intro. <laughs> you, well, speaking of serious intros... <laughs> Good point. It does match with what we're going to talk about today. Um, today, we, we watched In Honor of Frozen. I had a whole intro, if you remember, a Frozen 2 <laughs> thing that Tara cut me off. We were watching... Uh, a similar story of ice and snow in, in, in a far-off snowy land of Minneapolis, Minnesota. We watched The Mighty Ducks, 1992's The Mighty Ducks. Quack, quack, quack. I thought about quack. bringing us in with a quack, but I but I, I, I balked on it, uh, and I apologize. That's not very duck-like of me. Uh, as we know from this movie, ducks are agile and intelligent. He proceeds in that story to just give total lies about ducks start did you look up facts about ducks no but i don't have to they're not true that none of those are true they're all just silly because none of them are like so there is something about geese i've just been reading the wawa way for uh anyone out there who loves wawa as much as me you and goldberg who is also a a big philadelphia guy wearing a flyers jersey and an eagle's hat eagle's hat at the end but they talk about how geese stick together and something with when they're all flying together in formation whoever's in the lead if they get tired they swap out and they do you know they support one another so I think some of those things are true with different types of birds geese are not ducks but I, during that speech no, he just says things like, like geese are the most agile creatures in the animal kingdom no there's no way that is anywhere ducks. close to true ducks yes but I, I anyway we watched the mighty ducks um Let's start off a little bit like this is kind of I think our second movie after we watched Cool Runnings doing kind of the Disney feel good sports movies. Yeah, and it has a similar thing where it's like an underdog team, an underdog group of of people. In this case, it's kids, Uh, a coach who, you know, in Cool Runnings, he was kind of washed up and because he cheated. In this case, it's Gordon Bombay, you know leaves the game because he's he doesn't win he doesn't he doesn't do what is asked of him when he has the opportunity for this penalty shot and he then kind of becomes this lawyer and finds the loopholes all the time and now it's like he has to do community service and give back to the community with these kids um i do want to say that gordon bombay may be the best uh movie character name yeah it's great it's, it's a top 10 it's no a really question. good name. gordon bombay is mm-hmm. a great great name yeah and think about it when they'd announce him like in if you were in a rink if you were in a now presenting yeah. the da- the the minneapolis north stars number 66 gordon Bombay, baby, baby, baby. yeah it's so good Be great uh so this is 1992 and uh so many good actors in this, like so, like a good amount of people who have been in lots yes. of other things. Um, Joshua Jackson plays one of the kids who ends up being Pacey in Dawson's Creek and on Fringe and on a million other things. Um, 
we kind of looked up who people were like Emilio Estevez is Gordon Bombay's great. Uh, Lane, what is his name? The guy who plays identical. It's identical. It's yeah. It's from, from my cousin Vinny. Um, Lane, some of you Lane may Smith. not know that quote. Uh, uh, Ryan and I quote it all the time. He's the the, <laughs> the mean coach. I, I will say one of the reasons I think you like sports movies, and I almost like sports movies more than I like sports because I, I heard someone say one time that sports is the opposite of narrative, which kind of makes sense to me. Like there's no st- there's stories and like fights and things like that but like there's not really much of a story to sports and i love well, unless they- you follow someone's career and you know they're coming back from an injury or you know that like something that's maybe happening like if you know what's going on with that player or that team kind like of, but the that's team just is an life. underdog in a, in the series in but the world series there, or something it, but yeah that's just life that's a biography or whatever yeah um MC Ganey's also in this, who plays one of my favorite characters, his driver, Lewis, who oh, yeah. could easily have been in the movie for five seconds. Lewis is great. He cheers on the team. He has he's a the video. Coach. Yeah, he has a video like camcorder uh, at he's, some point. He's in the box with them. He's he's wonderful. They There's a point where Gordon Bombay steps away from the team and he says, hey, Jesse, your dad's going to coach for a little bit. And I'm like, well, what about Lewis? I mean, or not even what about Lewis, but when he comes back, I kind of expected Jesse's dad to be helping him coach, to be a bigger character, not just be like, all right, well, that's it for me. I'm going to go sit in the thing. Like, my dad was an assistant coach when we played a lot, and he was, Mm -hmm. you know, in the thing, you know, in baseball, Um, not basketball, because while an excellent horse player, my dad was not, was Mm -hmm. much like me, not a very good basketball player. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I, I just, I liked MC Ganey's character. the also just oh diplomatic immunity Josh Josh <laughs> jo- Josh Ackland was his uh, name. He was in Lethal Weapon Two. He was in Hunt for Red October. He usually plays a very serious role. Played was his name Hans in this? Or did I just? I think it was Hans. But I, I remember the first time Ryan and I watched this together because we've seen this within the last year or two, and then we've seen it before that too. This, uh, listeners, this is the most the least amount of time um between the the last time we saw a movie and seeing it i believe for the podcast well until we get to like Encanto and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. for now like yeah. but like moana was like the the next closest one and that was like years and this is i think we watched it to watch there's a new there's a disney plus show that we did not watch but we were thinking about watching so we rewatched this tara today found out i haven't seen any of the other mighty ducks thing and there was like almost the divorce proceedings i like the second one i don't think it's as good as this one but i like the second one but yeah the second my one mind... has extremely offensive stereotypes to texans in which which ryan a, hasn't seen so he doesn't character, know i've seen the scene a character runs out into onto the ice and ropes another ropes the other team if somebody went out on the ice when and went like, hey, Gabagool, like, and it had a big chain and was a Jersey person, you wouldn't watch that movie. I mean, Goldberg <laughs> is a little bit of a stereotype of Philadelphia with his last name, and he's Jewish, and he's Flyers and Eagles. I don't think they go quite as far as no. as they do with the lasso, but I mean, there are there are some stereotypes in this. Well, yeah. I I'll, first of all, I don't think there's Texan isn't like a race or something like I guess that. that's but, yeah. true uh, but well, I, then I'm it, just playing you, it up as a joke <laughs> my mind the I was starting to say this and then we just started talking about our history with the movie but mm-hmm. I remember the first time you and I watched it my mind was blown when I realized that Hans was that character from Lethal Weapon yeah 
uh, because I just screamed out diplomatic immunity. Yes, yes, and it was great. This movie, the other thing we kind of noticed watching this, is this movie is a lot about rich white privilege or the lack of the bad guys are definitely the other, the Hawks who are the bad team, the team. Yeah, Riley's team. That has been worked on since the 70s. And has won every single (laughs) peewee championship except for the one where Gordon Bombay misses the penalty shot because he was a hawk. And that's the beginning of the movie and that's what we were talking about about very dramatic beginnings. Yeah, it's it's very... It's it's a very serious tone of very the music. Fo- yeah, focused music. It's, it's real quiet, like, you know, just the the credits come in and it's like Mighty Ducks, directed by blah blah blah, music by, you know, starring Emilio Estevez. And it's and it's Lane Smith talking to with ver with just a little shoe polish in his white hair, going like Sun Wall. And it's and it's I keep I always make fun of it because it's like the speech is like, we're all looking out for you. The country depends on you. The president called. He wants you to know that if you don't make <laughs> this this goal, everything's over. And he misses his penalty shot. By just like a quarter of an inch. It hits, it, it, the, it, it hits the goal yeah, post. Yeah, he, 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 he deeks, I think they say. Triple the, deke. He does a triple deke, which fools the goalie, but then it hits the thing. And then it's, so you look at the wall when he goes back to there and it's like championship, 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 yellow flag that says like finals or something hawks yeah and then the coach comes over and goes god i wish they'd take that down and it's like oh right take it easy yeah, like, cool i'm it. like dude you've been spending more than 20 years just as a peewee hockey but what we don't realize until we saw this movie was in this world hockey is the most important thing in the world not only hockey but peewee hockey because the first time the <laughs> the, the ducks tie not win tie just a regular season game we see one of those spinny newspaper newspaper things kits up there and it says it's it's something hockey and it says america's number one hockey publication not magazine not newspaper it's america's number one hockey publication and the 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 front the front the 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 Lead story is Ducks tie Cardinal two to two. Jesse Hall and Guy Germain score first two goals in Ducks history. So that does prove that Guy Germain is in the movie yeah, before we'll, we noticed him. We'll get we'll, to that in a we'll second. We'll get into that in a second. So my counter argument to this periodical is maybe like the playoffs. Do you think it's people come from all over or do you think it's just locally? There were not enough people in that stands to be from all over to, from, to be from all over America having read this. <laughs> I this guess is, fair enough. This was also somebody, hockey is a big deal in Minnesota, so I think it makes America. Sense. <laughs> I'm going to point out again: it does not say Minnesota's number one pee wee hockey right, league competition. Right. America's number right. one, and it's ducks. To, like the next page is probably like actual hockey stuff, but it was yeah. so. It was, I just, I was like, I was like, stop the pot, stop the thing. We have to stop and talk about how this is America's number one hockey publication. And I would like to say too, that Gordon Bombay gets off pretty easy. So basically we find out that he's not really a great guy. He's always like going through loopholes. He's not like building relationships with anybody in the court. He's just trying to win. Like he's trying to have, you know, just an all or nothing kind of mentality. And he's 30 and Oh, as far as like cases one or whatever. And he 
I liked his boss's thing about it where he says, score, don't spike. Yeah. And he uh, is drunk driving on ice. He's drunk driving on ice. He's just drinking beer in the car. Not even like, I'm going to go celebrate and then get in the car drunk. It was just like, we got to get through this quickly. But he does go to the, not only does he get off easy, he goes to the the opposing attorney and the judge who he had kind of manipulated into in the winning previous the previous case. case. Yeah. It happens all so fast. It's a real quick setup but, for the movie. But his he his community service is to coach the ducks to learn about teamwork, but he gets his full salary and a driver. Oh yeah. Like again, talking MC about white privilege. Around. Like it's just like this is like his third moving violation I think with alcohol or third DUI or yeah. something like the judge rattles it off or whatever so it's like he's clearly been irresponsible multiple times so that's something and I'm like okay cool but, but that was the thing we want to talk about because the the, the the Hawks all white team there's a whole thing where one of the kids they find out he's the zoning has changed and he should actually be playing for the Ducks and the dad like and the coach go into Gordon's office and kind of like manipulate him it's all like i'm gonna throw money at him i'm gonna do this guy of the law firm the partner of the the law firm yeah the owner i think and uh mr ducksworth um who the 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 he convinces them to sponsor the team but that's the other thing is is the ducks are like multi uh multicultural team they all have their own gear like they're using like newspapers taped to their legs for pads and like things like that so it's like it's it's very clear that they don't have the means. Yeah. And and the team in general, the thing I like about this movie is the team in general is they're all like good players. It's just like someone needs to bring them to like they all have a talent that they can be u- that can be utilized. Well, and that's what makes a good coach is seeing the strengths of each player and figuring out how they mm-hmm. can best support the team, right? And I think that's like the definition of this movie. Absolutely. Is we get to see a lot of the quirks of each one of the kids and how they like overcome that quirk or that challenge along the way. Now you asked before we started for me to pick who was my favorite of the, of the ducks. Mm-hmm. Who was your favorite? And why was it Guy Germain, French lover? It was not. And we'll get to him in a second. Um, I feel like I have to go with Goldberg because of the Philly connection. And I like like you said, I like Goldberg's story. I also like the little, and I don't remember his name. He's one of the smaller kids. And he's got a New York feel. He wears the leather jacket. I like him too. And I can't remember his the name. The one who definitely 100% um, Worked for the Soprano crime family after this movie in some capacity. <laughs> he's, he's one of the kids where at one point Gordon is sarcastically talking to his old coach like, oh, yeah, you they're losers, right? They're this, they're that. And they only hear that part. They don't hear the rest mm-hmm. of the conversation. And he's one of the first to be like, I'm not playing for this team. You're not a duck. You were a hawk all along. And he like throws his gear and like shoulder checks Gordon on the way out. So I like him a lot, too. So I would say it's between those two for me. I so Goldberg was definitely mine, but since you said I'm gonna come up with my my number two, which was Fulton, mm, I liked Fulton yeah. a lot because I liked that he's like I don't know how to skate, and I, they got over that pretty quickly. He's but a I big will guy say, who uh, can just like very he's got power, an amazing shot. slap shot. Yeah, and that's so it. so much so when they hit it, it goes to the Sam Raimi cam. I don't know if you remember that when we saw Evil oh, Dead Two, yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's like from the first person point of view, but the mm-hmm. the, the the pucks. It's my favorite shot in the movie, other than the. Uh, 
ice figure skating scene. Yeah, when all the guys like dive out of the dive way. It happens the way. twice. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. And then the second time it goes through the net and Tara turns to me and goes, what force do you think the puck would have to have to go through the net? I'm like, to burn through the net? Like to me, it would push through the net and like break the net. But this one, like it's like, you see like the sizzle <laughs> as it's around. It's so good. Um, but I do, even though his whole thing is like, I can't skate and he learns to skate pretty quick. Whenever he's, they, they use him sparingly. He's not like their secret weapon. They use him in a specific play and they, he always seems to look like he's just standing up straight. Yeah. And I, I think that's pretty cool. I, I like him. I also, my favorite part is, so then they use their, they get this like ice skating brother and sister. And that's another thing. They put girls on the team and there's no like, ooh girls, there's, there's not like, there's two girls on the team and it's never, oh, you're the girl on the team and that's your 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 character trait. And it's, the only time that it's brought up is he, Gordon says you guys and she says you people. And it's enough it's like, to just be you, like, recognize Tammy. me. But which I liked. I liked that they, that's how they recognize, hey, there's girls on this team, right? And not you're a girl, you can't be on this team. Yeah, I like that he gets them like they're all watching her and they're kind of like wow look how she skates it's not like ooh Tammy blah 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 let's get there they're like mm-hmm. look how she skates and Gordon's just like alright I'll go see if they want to be on the team mm-hmm. he goes do you think they want to play with us and the, and her brother's on there and he's like if you got him if you she's like mom's gonna hate this and she goes you make me I uh, figure skate I'm gonna make so we have to play hockey because I want to play hockey and then she goes, "What? I don't know anything about hockey." And like knocks him over, and he goes, "More than you think." Yeah. But she's, I liked her, but I like the bit where she does a really fast spin, and they put sound effects on it to make it seem like in my mind they sped up they that footage, but they don't. They just add sound effects, mm. and the everyone's looking at her like, "Whoa, what's she doing?" And the brother passes it to, her and she knocks it in, and I was like, "Awesome!" But then a hawk knocks her over, like checks her. And Fulton just this is I love this part. Fulton's like comes out and just flips the guy, mm-hmm. like doesn't beat him up, but definitely like picks him up and throws him into there and starts pushing everybody. Because I guess they didn't want him to like come out and be like, remember when we saw the movie Goon and they were like just beating the heck out of each other or slap shot with the Hanson brothers. Yeah. So they, Disney didn't want to be like, oh, he goes out there and beats the crap out of somebody. Yeah. But then he he just leaves, and I like that he goes, sorry, coach him out of the game. Just shrugs, and Gordon's like, he says he barely touched him, but like. It's never like, I can't believe you fought. It's like, yeah, you like they shouldn't have hit this well, girl. I did want the moment where Tammy looked at Fulton and it was like, ooh, thank you, Fulton. Uh, but then it would have been both girls on the team. Like, I mean, they're all kids with hormones going through them, like getting a boyfriend. But, but like, yeah, it does follow the theme of the movie. Uh, you know, at in one point, Gordon makes this speech to them. I think it's when he's talking about the ducks. But how like if you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. And so I think there's that theme to it that it's like, no, like you're not going to do that to my teammate. Now, obviously, within reason. Right. But yeah. I think it, it gets that across that they're really operating as a team here instead of individual players and individual kids as we see them in the beginning of the movie. So I do think it's a good moment. Mm-hmm. And I think overall, I think a lot of the arcs are pretty solid, like the arcs that's like some of the challenges with the kid. And I like that we see Gordon's journey, you mm-hmm. know, like and seeing him because at one point he realizes the team is terrible after their first game. He teaches them how to cheat, which is just like so uncomfortable. And like, you're uncomfortable for the team. You're uncomfortable for the way Gordon's talking to him. And it's because he doesn't know 
how to coach. He just knows what he's been taught and that's been yelled at until he thinks back to his dad and he thinks back to why he played hockey in the first place. And that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie Mm -hmm. is when he's alone on a frozen pond skating as an adult. In what you thought was an inappropriately low amount of layers. (laughs) Yes, I was like, oh my God, it'd be freezing. Uh, But yeah, he gets back to, he gets back to why he loved it in the first place. And I, I feel like... That happens with a lot of us, you know, folks in creative fields, but in all industries, you know, sometimes if you're doing what you love for your job, if you're fortunate enough to do that, sometimes you do have those experiences where you're frustrated or, you know, you've got like questioning yourself, imposter syndrome, like any of those things. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you have to kind of think back to what if what would like my younger self say about this or what you know it reminds me of leanne's uh yeah i was just gonna say you i was like leanne said that recently and then i remembered leanne if you're listening tara read your comic and listeners if you're thinking about we've posted it on the facebook page of getting leanne's comic uh tara was reading it and and laughing out loud in bed last night it was great so i was revisiting it but um i'll ask her if we can post this specific one because it really hit home for me in what i do in my work but also i feel like it's a theme in this is like getting back to why you loved what you're doing whether it's a hobby or Mm -hmm. your profession Uh, It's also just like, I I liked how they wrapped it up at the end where it was Gordon got to have the conversation with a player in the same situation he had that affected his life and kind of... With Charlie, yeah. Where he was like, it made me think like I had to be this... It it, it affected who he was as a person up to this point. Yeah. And he got to turn around and do it in a way that was like, hey, kid, like win or lose, it doesn't matter. Like you can do this. And you we can got absolutely do it. Here. But if you, if you don't, that's fine. Yeah. And we made it to the playoffs. And that yeah. is a big deal. Right. And again, going back to Cool Runnings, it's the same thing. Like it wasn't enough that he was at the Olympics. He had to cheat. And it's like if mm-hmm. if you're making your whole thing cheating, you know, thrown in the John Candy there. But now. I do want to talk about uh, the 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 Dallas Stars connection here, which is they keep mentioning North Star tickets and going to. They eventually go to see the North Stars play, which I believe I don't remember. I, this could have been a minor league team, but this is the team that ended up becoming the Dallas Stars, and they have a point where two people walk, two they players walk by Gordon Bombay, and I don't know who the first one was, but the second one was Mike Madonna, who played for the Stars, who my aunt. And I think my mother had a big crush. I, he's he's very handsome for a mm. hockey player. Yeah, he he didn't get hit in the face a lot. That's basically what I was going to say. Yeah, he's got all his teeth. Um, <laughs> well, he he's got if 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 they're new ones, they look good. Exactly. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a, isn't that that comment there? He goes, ducks don't have any teeth, and like neither do hockey players. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, it's Mike Madonna. Um, but that was cool, and they they go to a game and they have a big big scene there. I, I think that's a lot of fun. But I will point out, I, I said this that that it goes. North Stars welcome Gordon Bombay and the Ducks. And I'm like, you could have just, Gordon, you could have just gone up there and been like, just say the Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that we keep talking, teasing, but haven't really dived into. So there's this one scene where this one hockey player like spits some game. He gets all smooth on what, what, Connie. Fulton says something like he's worried about being able to to make the goal and the other guy goes, come on, Fulton. It's in like repeats back what 
Gordon says, and then turns and looks at Connie, who's the original uh, girl on the team. The brunette. And winks at her. Yeah, and, I was and like, does this little casual and wink. And we pause the movie and I'm like, who is this kid? Because I, I was like, oh, it's Charlie. Is Charlie getting with Connie? I was like, like that's, that's not Charlie. Charlie, Charlie is Joshua Jackson, who's the main character. Um, and we're like, who is this person? Like, it became a, like, we have to figure out who this is. And his name was, and we God. saw the back of his jersey, and I was like, it's something with a G. Look up all the players' Yeah, names. so we went on IMDb, and we're like, and then and then we couldn't help but track every moment of this. The, her, uh, Guy Germain. Guy and Connie's love story, which is they're holding hands on the ice. They kiss at the end at of the, the big end game At the end when they quick, win. And it's like, you can miss it. I was like, this is hilarious. And There's we were this- like, he wasn't in the movie until that point. And then you just pulled up your yeah. periodical from America's best hockey As or whatever it's America's called. America's number one <laughs> hockey periodical. Periodical. Yes. Newspaper, magazine, whatever. There yeah. is no piece of distributed reading material <laughs> about hockey in the United States of America in 92 that mm-hmm. is more read than this one. And the number one story is a... Pee-wee, Minneapolis League, ties. Yes. Um, but so I will say for as much as I was like this team, uh, there's a lot of um, like it's a very multicultural team. There are about four white kids who honestly look exactly the same to me. I think Banks and Charlie yeah. and Guy look all very well, similar to me with their helmets on especially. Yeah. And let's mention a pretty... There's one thing that was kind of I don't oh, say kind of very inappropriate. It's very it's offensive and yeah. inappropriate and I was actually shocked so, because I've seen this movie so many times and I've either never heard that line or I've misheard the line and not understood what it said and we watch it with subtitles because it happens fairly quickly. There's a there's a t- where Gordon goes and I'm just going to go ahead. Do you want to say it? I'm, I'm going to say it. It's 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 inappropriate. It's a race. It's a racing. So if that's going to trigger you, I think you should just jump ahead a few seconds. But it, it's 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 not like Gordon uses a slur. I mean, it's kind of a slur. It's weird. What happened is Gorio Gorio. Here we go. Gordon turns to the team and goes Oreo line. And, and then I'm like, three, what does that mean? Three kids three come kids over. Three kids walk up to him, and it's the two two kids black of color. Kids yeah, and, and one white, and white kid. kid. And, and I, I went, lost my mind. We went. What did he say? And that yeah. was what it said in there. It was the, awful. The only thing I can think of. Okay, so one, it might have just happened. And we have a racist line in there. But it's it such a throwaway says, line that isn't important. Like, why is it in the movie? That's why I'm wondering if he said O-line or something like that. Because you usually have your defensive, like, five players that go in and they play more defense. I'm pretty sure the subtitle said... Or, or they could have been mistyped. Oh, I see That's what, what you're I'm saying. saying. It, it, and it was a mistype or just casual racism in, in this Disney movie. That is otherwise, while... I liked a lot of the stuff that happened. There's this whole thing when he first drives out on the ice in his limo that they go, he's a drug dealer. And they're like, <laughs> he reaches his jacket to get something and they think it's a gun. And there's a lot of stuff that's kind of adult like that. This had no place in this, this has movie no or place any in movie. Any, like, it in, was, it this, was, this reference has no place in it my was opinion. A real, it, like this is not only inappropriate in general, but very inappropriate and out of place in this movie in particular. So yeah, something to look out for or not look out for, but be aware. aware. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like I said, there's part of me that hopes that he says, Oh line. And since it was such a throwaway, almost covered up line, the, those words sound so close together that the, 
<laughs> there's a very racist subtitle person. I'm now putting the racism on the subtitle person. Yeah. Like, I'll do this here. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't think I don't know that. what happened. I think, but it's, I, it's, honestly, I think we should probably pause and re-listen to it because if it says it, we should say it says it, not I hope it's this. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. you know, it's it's in there. Either way, that's something to notice. Uh, something to definitely you know watch out for if you're if you're watching those kids. There's a there's a some bad language. There's also the, the so they, to introduce the ducks, they show them pulling this prank at the beginning, which is the most convoluted long prank of them finding an old person a dumpster, feeding a can of beans to a dog. Following the dog around till the dog poops, putting the dog poop in the in the in the purse, purse they got out of the putting dumpster. Putting a couple dollars, I guess, coming out like of the, one dollar. One dollar coming out of the purse, leaving it around till some guy goes and picks it up, takes it in the car, and is like, dog poop, throws it out the window. What? Like, first of all, you lost a dollar. Well, no, not if they not if he threw it with the dollar back into the street. They got chased all over the place with oh, that, yeah, that music you said sounded like the Home Alone. Like, it did. It sounded... It was almost exactly the the music when they're running through the airport. Through O'Hare, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down... This movie is 104 minutes, which is... Uh, there's a, it feels a little draggy at the end, and part of it is because we kept pausing We it paused it a whole lot. To talk about the, America's number one hockey periodical. <laughs> um, but uh, I pointed out... I wrote down that it, in, if the movie was made today... That whole scene where they're running from the guy and it's in like triple speed, mm-hmm. which is I think funnier, would have been at normal speed and probably had more slow motions and been twice as long. And yeah. they've been like, <laughs> yeah, all movies there too long. But all in all, I think it holds up. It still gets me teary eyed when they win. I'm still like anxious for the team. Like, oh my gosh, are they going to be able to do it? You know, it has all of the things that you want in a sports movie. In a I think. sports movie. I'm not even going to say as a Disney sports movie. I think this is a yeah, good I think sports, as a sports movie, movie. Yes. And it's worth uh, buying. We also apparently and we will I will eventually getting... watch Little Giants because I love it. And uh, I will. I'm making Ryan watch it because it's another okay. sports movie that I love with Ed O'Neill. Come on um, now. And Rick Moran. Us. not a disney movie um Don't i care. uh <laughs> i may apparently be getting uh for a gift at some point an original or a replica gordon bombay we may be getting <laughs> some jerseys are you getting a goldberg one because mm-hmm. you want to philly represent yep <laughs> um so yeah so if you haven't seen this movie in a while and you're like oh, it's a kid's movie i think it's definitely it, i think it's a good nostalgia kick i actually think it's pretty decent as just a movie um yeah it's just if you like sports movies, I think it's it's definitely worth watching as a sports movie. Uh, it's fun to yell diplomatic immunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty good for ki- for kind of like if you're feeling good, if you feel okay about letting your kids see a PG movie, this is a pretty good feel good movie, I would say. Um, and I also want to put a call out to the listeners. Have you seen the show? If you have the Mighty Duck show, we'd love to hear what you think about it. I think absolutely. now that we've rewatched it again <laughs> and, it should, and now that the show is out, that's why we rewatched it in the first place. I'd like to check out at least an episode or two to see if it's something we'd enjoy. Absolutely. There's a couple things I want to talk about before we close. It feels like we're coming to a close here. Yeah, sure. Uh, number one, we uh, have recently... Uh, I wanted to do a return shout out to a podcast called We'll Make a Disnerd Out of You. Sharing the love. Um, it's a, it's a, let me double check. Uh, we'll Make a Disnerd Out of You. It's at Disney underscore nerd underscore podcast on Instagram. Two guys who were very kind. One of them reached out to me on uh, Instagram. I'm going to look up his name real quick. On the Insta. 
That's what he said. Which apparently nobody says anymore unless you're of a certain age, which we are. No, you say do it for the gram. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Do it for the gram. Uh, One of the hosts, John, reached out to me and just was kind of just said, you know, we were listening. I'm listening to your podcast. I really enjoy it. And then this episode, he shouted us out and said some really nice things. It was like, they're a cute married couple that have a nice dynamic. And that made me feel really good. Yeah. So. John is his name. John, thank, thank you, so you so much, much. John, uh, and thank you guys. Listen to the check out their podcast. Um, uh, the Alice in Wonderland uh, episode is out. They they they're they're much shorter than our podcast in general, <laughs> but uh, they talk a little bit about the movies. They also kind of talk about like you know theme parks and Star Wars and other Disney stuff like that that we kind of don't always get to. But uh, it's a great podcast and worth checking out. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, we are coming, the, the season is coming, we've got a couple months away, but I'm doing this now. We're coming to a close, so that means the Not second to Not only coming last, to a close, <laughs> we'll be coming to the end of the Disney archive. Yes. So, which is huge. Let's just take a moment. It's very huge. It's a lot of movies. <laughs> as we've said before, we have plans post Disney. Um, yeah. We won't get into those now. You'll just, if, if I'm sure most people reach out to me. I tell them anyway, cause I'm so excited to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we, that does mean we'll be having a mailbag episode at the end of this season, uh, um, before ba-bum. our final episode. So this is a call. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you have con- Disney conspiracy theories, if as you we have a bone before. to pick with us, if you have Bigfoot facts is something we haven't done in a while. Hit if me you, with a Bigfoot fact. Hey, if you've got duck facts, why don't you send those to us? <laughs> yes, please. And let me know just anything you want to talk about questions thoughts comments um confessions <laughs> i don't know whatever <laughs> who's your who's your your biggest cartoon crush uh we'll send take them it to all. us we, uh, we have our link tree is posted everywhere how to get a hold of us uh tr princess diaries at gmail.com tr princess diaries on instagram trp diaries on twitter though we're not really on twitter much anymore there's a, the facebook page is a great way to get a hold of us and we will uh read them on the air um we will answer your questions. If you don't want your name read on the air, but you want a question, just let us know and we won't read it. And the same if you call in. We do have people who call in. Just let us know on that message if you, you know, you're if you're open to having us play your message on the air. We don't always play the messages, but sometimes we do. Yes. 707 yo TRPD1 is in yo, hey, yo, TRPD1. Call us. 707 yo TRPD1. Uh, let us know get at us uh, get your questions we'd love to have for the mailbag I'm sure you'll be hearing this a lot more from us uh, as we move forward Uh, thank you guys so much our next movie full episode the first one we will have done a mini tale on and then a full episode on. Yeah, so should we listen to the mini tale? We should absolutely listen to the mini yeah, tale. Yeah, we'll have you to listen to You should also it. listen to the mini tale. Or, you, know, <laughs> you the listener. You the listener. But we're doing Ryan and the Lost and the lo- I almost said Lost Ryan Dragon. And, the and lost. I always keep wanting to say Ryan and the Lost Dragon. <laughs> Ryan and the Last Dragon, uh, a movie we enjoyed that came out during the pandemic and mm-hmm. we'll be doing it with uh, one of our favorite guest hosts. But we're going to keep it a surprise. Okay, so uh, <laughs> that was an audible. It's a Speaking teaser. of sports it's references, a teaser. Um, so yeah, so uh, let us uh, get uh, get asked with your questions, and we'll uh, see you guys next time. All right, take care, listeners. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you've got a Disney story to share, a bone to pick with us, or just want to say hello, call the Princess Diaries hotline at seven zero seven yo trpd one. That's 707-968-7731. You can send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. 
tweet at us at TRP Diaries on Twitter or check out our Instagram at TR Princess Diaries. Join the Facebook group to post Disney memes, vote in our Disney theme brackets, and meet other fairy tale friends. Facebook.com slash groups slash TR Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review. Check out pods.link slash trprincessdiaries for all the places you can find us on the web, including how you can support us through our coffee account or our Redbubble merchandise store. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Uh-huh.